the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome to the Larry Rosenthal Show on Easter weekend. Larry, hello. Well, good morning, Chris, and how are you today? I am doing really, really well. It's exciting to be here with you on this Easter weekend. Absolutely. Praise the Lord. You know, Easter weekend, what a what a great weekend. He has risen, and indeed he is risen, that's for sure. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal here on this Easter weekend. Again, wishing everyone happy Easter this weekend. We have a special guest in the studio this weekend, Pastor Denny Glusko from Joe Gibbs Youth for Tomorrow is the pastor out there. And he's going to bless us with an Easter monologue, as he does every year, as well as other occasions. And, um, you know, I've been uh, great friends with Denny for years and years, and it's just a thrill to have him uh, broadcast again with us today. And, and uh, so we're going to we'll do, do some of the parts of the show regular, Chris, then we'll bring on Denny in a little bit. And, you know, I always like to start the show off each weekend with – with uh, what happened in the markets last week, some economic data, some news, and things like that. And, you know, we are still taking a look at the the intersection of change in the economy right now. And that change is based off of the reopening of the economy. We're seeing low inventory supplies and demand coming back much faster than supply. What is happening? That's causing inflation. That's causing rates in the bond market to rise. That's what's been upsetting the stock market over the last, you know, six, seven, maybe even eight weeks now. The market's been up and down, just sort of stuck in this trading range. Although this past week, it seemed to have broken out and got a little bit more confidence that inflation may not be this year in 2021 anyway that big of a threat. Consensus seems to be that we're going to get a reopening inflation play, and then it's going to level out towards the rest of the year. So with that, with that, that brings good news for stocks. Obviously, one of the things that stocks do not like is inflation getting out of control because then the Federal Reserve has to sort of tighten down the economy by, by tapering their bond-buying programs or by uh, using other tools such as raising interest rates, functionally putting the brakes on the economy. That doesn't seem to be the case right now. So, again, make sure you're diversified. 
Make sure you understand what you own and always ask the question, you know, what has to go right and what has to go wrong in the markets and the economy for certain things inside your investments to perform well or not perform the way you want them to perform. So it's very important to really take a look at that. You know, if you're interested, we'll be more than happy to give you a free consultation, a free x-ray on your portfolios. We've done this in the past and we've had people take advantage of this all across the country. If you're interested in getting a free x-ray, taking a look at the risk-reward relationship you have in your, in your uh, investment portfolios, whether it's in your retirement plans or whatever it may be, go ahead and give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Or simply go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. I didn't know you had an x-ray machine there in your office. We do, Chris. Yep, we do, definitely. It's a lot of fun, too. When you, when you pull it up and analyze it, you know, we we recently I was working with somebody and we did that just that and we showed them what they have and they're like you know what I had no idea I had so much risk in my investments that weren't giving me an effective enough risk reward rate of return so we so showed them how to back down the risk and still get you know similar rates of return so it's it works out very very well That's so awesome. hey and when you're on the website at LarryRosenthal.com this weekend check out our seminars we're going to be doing a new webinar that's coming up on April 29th that's just four weeks from now. We've got two webinars on April 29th, and here's the deal on these. They're free. There's no cost for these, okay? Um, registration will fill up fill up soon, so go ahead and go on the website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the Seminar icon button in the top right-hand corner of the, of the homepage, and you'll see a couple of events. April 29th, we have two sessions, one from 2 to 3 in the afternoon, and then again from 7 to 8 p.m. that evening. It's going to be on the basics of estate planning strategies and the 11 different ways that you can title accounts from your real estate to your cars to your investment accounts and all things in between there. So check it out, April 29th from 2 to 3, and then again, the same presentation again from 7 to 8. You can attend both of them or attend one. It doesn't really matter. There's no cost to these. It's fun. You can watch it from the, from the confines of your own home. You can be relaxed. We have a special setup here in these webinars where you can raise your hand and ask questions either verbally to the group uh, or, or just type a question and, and Chris will uh, or will jump in and interrupt me and, and we'll uh, get some Q&A going right in the middle of the webinar. So I do that it. a lot, don't I? I? Interrupt you in the middle of your... And you're very good at it too, you know. For those of you that have seen these webinars in the past, he's a great MC on them too. He really keeps the ball moving forward and we're here to give you, you know, education from a financial planning perspective and, and making sure that, that you are doing the best thing you can do with your investments and strategies for you and your family. You know, again, there's three different phases of financial planning. There's the accumulation phase, the distribution phase, and then the legacy phase. And that's when you're in heaven and you don't need your assets anymore. And that's what this webinar is going to be all about. It's called The Basics of Estate Planning Strategies, April 29th from 2 to 3, and then again from 7 to 8 p.m. that day. There's no cost for these webinars. Go check it out at my website, LarryRosenthal.com. It takes you about 17 seconds to sign up, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the, web, the seminar uh, icon button, and uh, we'll be happy to see you there uh, on April 29th. So, Chris, I see we're going to take a quick break here. Let's open up the phone lines. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Always like Saturdays, Chris, because it's open mic Saturday. Give us a call with any of your financial planning or investment questions. Should I convert to Roth? What about my estate planning? Give us a call, 855-ROSE-123. I'm Larry Rosenthal. You're listening to Making Money Sense, and we'll be back in a moment. 
There are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea, call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. We're going to go to the phones here in just a minute with Larry. But first, you know, I've, I've been seeing a lot, Larry, on this Roth conversion here and Roth conversion there. Is it something that everybody should be doing? What's the deal there? Well, Chris, a Roth conversion is, is a way that you can, you can move money from a taxable distribution system to a tax-free distribution system. And, you know, when Roth was created back in the 90s, they, they, they gave us the opportunity to transfer money. It's called a conversion from traditional pre-tax IRAs to Roth. Now, the deal is you just have to pay taxes on it. And, and today you, you, I've seen so many people running around out there talking about, oh, let's just convert to Roth. Let's just do it. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up. There is a process. There is a system that you need to follow if you're going to consider converting traditional IRA over to Roth IRA money. First thing you have to ask your question is, is why do you want to do this? Why does someone want to do it? And there's two primary main reasons why somebody would want to convert from traditional IRA to Roth IRA. And that is because, one, they want to get tax-free income later in life. Maybe you're 62 years old and you want to start building up money on tax-free side, so you might do a series of conversions for several years or maybe one big conversion so that when you're in your 70s and your 80s, you have tax-free money. Uh, to live off of during your retirement years to supplement your needs. The second reason people convert money to Roth is simply because they want to pass on assets tax-free to their heirs. But when you convert money to Roth, there there's a process you have to go through. It, it's a big tax conversation and lots of number crunching. Uh, you know, when when you convert money from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, Chris, you're paying taxes on that money, and that's dropping down on your tax return. It could increase taxes on your Social Security. It could increase your Medicare cost. You could be subject to the ACA, the Obamacare Act, 3.8% additional tax. 
So there are, there's a spreadsheet that we work with clients on this, and what ultimately happens is a lot of people, when they have those two desires, to get tax-free money later in retirement years and or to pass assets on to their heirs tax-free, we step them through a, a personalized spreadsheet year after year monitoring all of this, working with their, their tax preparer to making sure that they're not accidentally bumping themselves up into an unnecessarily higher tax bracket when they can just wait a handful of months and stay in a lower tax bracket the following year. Mm. So there's a process, a system that goes along with that. You know, and we'll be talking a little bit about that in our upcoming webinar in the basics of estate planning strategies that we're going to be doing on April 29th. Again, I mentioned at the top of the show, we've got two webinars coming up on April 29th from uh, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern time and then again from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's the same material. Uh, people from all over the country will be on this webinar. Uh, feel free to go to my website, again, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar button in the top right hand corner and you'll see both of the events popping right up there it's very easy to register it just takes a few moments name email uh, address and you're in uh, there's no cost for it it's it's free education we want to continue to provide free financial planning education for for everybody again this is covering the third stage of financial planning and you'd be amazed at the the number of times, Chris, that we work with new clients that are coming into the firm, and they say, "Well, here's our accounts and everything," and and their their investment accounts are registered incorrectly. They don't have the right beneficiaries or updated beneficiaries. There, we'll be talking about that in the webinar, and 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 what's the purpose and the value of having a will, and or a trust? What type of trust? Do you need a trust at all? How are you going to transfer your real estate assets? What about the beneficiary form if you have an adult child and a minor child? All different types of things have to be discussed when you're talking about estate planning. And estate planning is needed for pretty much everybody. Again, there's three phases to financial planning, accumulation, distribution, and legacy. We're going to be going over the basics in legacy planning, the basics of estate planning strategies. So, see, we're going to take a quick break here. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal, and we'll be back in a moment. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. We've all heard the more risk you get, the more opportunity there is for growth in returns in your investments. However, can you have too much risk in your investments so that you get diminishing returns? You can only water ski behind one boat at a time. Make sure your risk-adjusted return is aligned with your investment objectives. Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. We appreciate you listening. If you'd like to dial in, 855-767-3123. Bob's not busy. You know, we might need to make him work right now, don't we, Larry? 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Ask Larry any questions that you would like. In fact, that I got you here, I'm going to take advantage of the opportunity and ask you an additional question. Are you ready? 
I am, Chris. It's your, you, you should be calling in today. Okay. Come on. Let me get on the phone. <laughs> well, you know, the biggest thing that's, uh, you always talk about the blind spot in your, in your financial planning is those taxes. And there's been a lot, I mean, a lot of people saying that Biden administration is going to raise our taxes. Is that true? What's the story? How do we plan for it? Well, that's a great question, Chris. And is it true? Uh, you know, we're going to wait and see. But yes, uh, he ran on 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 wanting to increase taxes for different types of programs, and they're talking about it now. It's all over the financial press, and we just have to wait and sort of see. You know, there's there's a lot of different taxes that are on the table that they're looking to raise. You know, income taxes. Uh, they're talking about getting re- reversing the Trump tax breaks. Uh, they're talking about reversing them with an asterisk for only people that make only over 400000 a year. They're talking about capital gains changes, possible stepped-up in basis, estate planning, corporate taxes, global multinational tax on companies being raised from 13 to 21 percent. So they're talking about a lot of different taxes, and we're just going to have to wait to see what actually goes through Congress on all of this. There's no doubt they're looking to, to raise taxes for, for different programs that they want to do. And, and you know, any type, of a, any type of a tax raise is sort of a headwind into an expanding economy. So they're going to have to really balance as to what taxes and what amounts go through, uh, whether it's going to go through in 2021 or 2022 or 2023 or what the story may be. But, you know, as, as fragile as the economy is right now, uh, you know, it, there's a, a tsunami of, of economic activity happening and getting ready to happen, and you don't want to thwart any of that, right? So, so it's going to be an interesting debate there. But the bottom line here is this, is, you know, when, when you're looking at, at managing money, doing financial planning, wealth management, things like that, we've, we've seen this since, since, you know, since the 80s, since Ronald Reagan. We've seen different administrations come and go. And we've seen them raise and lower taxes all along the way. And over the next 35 years of life, Chris, taxes will go up and down again. And, and whenever Congress and, and the White House changes fiscal policy, which is tax and spend, there are areas in the marketplace that you want to invest in, and there's areas that you want to stay away from. Mm-hmm. And you've got to keep an eye on what's the overall economy doing. Is it continuing to expand or is it starting to contract? And, and you know, taxes are the most expensive thing inside any investments at all. And and the IRS views our money, your money and my money, you know, through four different lenses of taxes. And when they start playing around with the tax code, you know, there's certain places that you're going to want to move money away from and towards. And that that comes up to your your tax diversification strategy. We, we've talked for years about asset allocation and then product allocation, you know, mutual funds, ETFs, individual stocks, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, and now we're talking about tax allocation. You know, when you when you grow your money in a non-tax-deferred account, you're subject to taxes that year on, on dividends and capital gains being reinvested. Uh, when you're in a 401K pre-tax, you get a tax deduction today. But when you pull it out, you're subject to taxes down the road. You've got non-deductible, tax-deferred, and tax-exempt and, and, and tax-free uh, investments as well. So there's, you know, if I had a dollar to invest, I'd put a, a quarter in each tax system. 
and and you know we've got to pay our taxes and uh, but at the same time you know we also want to minimize tax exposure especially when you're not using the money right now for income needs so so it's really important and it's going to be a big big debate coming up on uh, in in Congress on on how these things go through and and who gets what and and the amounts and all that kind of stuff too you know they're even talking about changing the estate tax oh I heard about that. Yes, you know, right now there there's a, a unified credit of a little over a million dollars per person, married couple, you know, a little over twenty two and a half million or so and some change. And they're talking about lowering that down to three, three and a half million dollars. That's going to create a massive amount of conversations uh, from a wealth management standpoint, you know, from a financial planning standpoint for people in their estate planning arena, you know, and and we'll be actually talking a little bit about that in our upcoming webinar on basics of estate planning in at the end of, of April on April 29th. You know, and the estate tax is a tax that if you pass away and you own too many assets. Uh, cars, real estate, investment accounts, you know, whatever it may be, you know, that gets included into your gross estate. Even life insurance policies are included in your gross estate unless they're owned by an irrevocable trust or another person. And so, so that's an important thing too. So if they, if they lower that, that level down to three, three and a half million dollars, it's going to cast a much wider net on a lot of people across the country and they're going to have to relook at their estate planning strategies. So very important whenever whenever taxes change, uh, you know, like like this, especially something like this. So there's a lot of states too that have decoupled from the federal estate tax also. So in some states, 17 of them actually, in those 17 states, not only are you subject to federal estate tax, but you're also subject to a state estate tax. And this is taxes on top of any income taxes too that your heirs may have to pay from IRA type money. So lots of taxes right now in 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 the conversation and lots of financial planning going on. You know, the the educated investor has already started to make moves to minimize tax exposures in their estate planning. And that's some of the things that you you can see coming up in our webinar, again, on April 29th from 2 to 3 in the afternoon and then again from 7 to 8 p.m. in the evening. It's the same material presented twice. I'm doing both of them live. So, so you know, lots of Q&A in these, in these hour-long webinars. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Check it out. Go ahead and sign up. It's free. There's no cost at all. April 29th from 2 to 3 and and from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So go check it out at LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar icon, and you're right there. Chris, I know that we've got to uh, take a quick break here, and let's keep the phone lines open. And on the other side of this break, we're going to bring on Denny Glusco. He's going to give us our our Easter conversation and and just you know just praise the Lord just uh, you know for for Easter for Jesus rising and 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 everything and you know as they say it's almost Sunday right oh, uh, yeah. Easter weekend so wonderful wonderful so I'm Larry Rosenthal give us a ring eight five five Rose one two three back in a moment with more of your making money sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. Proper financial planning starts with a firm foundation. 
Don't jump up to the third rung of the ladder when you're trying to climb to the top of the roof. Make sure your insurance is aligned properly. Make sure you have the right types of homeowners, auto, umbrella, disability, long-term care, life insurance, just to name a few. Financial planning starts with a firm foundation, and that foundation is your insurance. Then take a look at your cash flow. Are you able to save money? Save it in the proper places. Retirement planning, traditional IRAs, traditional 401k plans, Roth IRAs. Make sure that the dollars are actually working for you towards your investment objectives. Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea, call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. This is my good friend, Denny Glusco. He's the, the pastor, the chaplain at Joe Gibbs Youth for Tomorrow's Youth Home out in Virginia and you know just a good friend and and since it's Easter we're just going to bring Denny on and he's going to give us uh, a little Easter sermon so sit back and enjoy and relax and uh, thank you very much Denny Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal show 855-767-3123 remember that phone number by the way rings at the offices of uh, Larry Rosenthal's offices and you can call anytime you want uh, during the week and ask a question and you do not charge for those questions right Larry no questions at all, Chris. During the week, we have people going to the website and, and firing us off emails and all types of questions and things like that. We send out information. You might want to start charging me, though, because I ask a lot of questions. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You're allowed to ask questions, Chris. All right. Okay. No worries at all. So, hey, I wish everybody a happy Easter weekend. God bless. Uh, God bless America. And, uh, you know, just uh, just happy Easter. Amen. Larry and Chris and all the folks at Making Money Sense, thank you for giving me the opportunity this morning to spend a few moments with you in God's Word and talking about the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which we celebrate tomorrow morning, Easter Sunday. He has risen. He has risen indeed. Tomorrow morning, those words will be echoed throughout many Christian churches in the entire world that he has risen And he has risen indeed. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is one of the essential cornerstones of the gospel message. And it is the segment of those cornerstones that embraces the very completeness of God's message through the scriptures, where eternal life is found in no one else other than the person of Jesus Christ. We'd like to take a few moments this morning and uh, go to the best place I know to talk about Christ and his resurrection, and that's the Word of God. So if you have your Bibles, please turn with me. We're going to be in 1 Corinthians in chapter 15, and we're going to begin by reading verses 1 through 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved, if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, 
that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. And after that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. And then he appeared to James and then to all the apostles. And last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. I share these verses with you so that we can not only hear, but come to know the truth of the whole gospel message of salvation, which includes the birth, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is God come of the flesh, true God and true man, according to the scriptures. And you find that in the gospel of John in the first chapter, in verses 1 through 3, and certainly verse 14. There are those in the time of Jesus, and even yet today, who did and do not believe in the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And yet the Word of God reveals the necessity of the resurrection in the whole gospel message of salvation. Let me share with you a little further on here in 1 Corinthians, verses that show and reveal the significance and importance of our Savior's resurrection bodily from the grave. We're going to look at 1 Corinthians 15 again, but this time we're going to start in verse 12. And let me just read several verses of Scripture, keeping in mind as we do that it's going to talk about if there is no resurrection, where are we? And if the resurrection indeed has incurred, that then sort of culminates or puts that capstone on that gospel message. Listen to what it says in 1 Corinthians 15, beginning in verse 12. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be a false witness about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead, but he did not raise him if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. Verse 17 says, And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. Verse 20, But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the death comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. It's evident in these verses that we just read that the resurrection of Jesus is of great significance and importance in the completeness of the full gospel message of eternal life through our risen Savior. Remember, he has risen. He has risen indeed. It's critical also in the life of every believer that we do not take lightly the resurrection of our Lord. And too often, we seem quick to move past the events of Christ's life 
here on earth. We seem eager to get on to the very next day of life. Not only is it critical for us to, to remember what Jesus Christ has done for us through the resurrection and, and through his birth and, and death and burial, but we must live out the fullness of the gospel message, proclaiming Christ and him crucified to a lost and a dying world. There's a conversation recorded in the scriptures between Jesus and Martha. Martha was a sister of Lazarus, whom Christ raised from the dead. And prior to Jesus raising Lazarus from the grave, Martha questioned Jesus about his slow reaction to getting there on time before Lazarus had died. As a matter of fact, the words in the scripture, Martha to Jesus, go like this. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. And certainly the timing of Jesus Christ is always perfect and right on time. Yet there seems to be something about our, quote, human nature that we like to try and fit God's time and God's ways into our time and into our ways. And yet the scripture is very clear. His time and his ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. But somehow we want to bring Christ into our agenda. Well, let me tell you, Jesus was not too late or nor was he too early at the gravesite of Lazarus. As a matter of fact, if he would have been either or, then we would not have heard his response that he gave to Martha. And he said to Martha, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. These last four words in this verse may be the most significant words here in this verse of Scripture. And they are, do you believe that? That's how Christ ended his statement to Martha. Do you believe that? What is it that one must believe to inherit and or gain eternal life? That's the question that he's asking. Let me just share a few thoughts with you from the scriptures as to what it is a person must believe. First, it's a belief in knowing that man is a sinful being. And because of my sin, I've been separated from fellowship with Almighty God. It tells us that in Romans 3.23. And secondly, it is a belief that the penalty for my sin is death, both spiritually and physically. We see that in Romans 6.23. It is a belief that Almighty God sent the Lord Jesus Christ, his one and only Son, to shed his blood on the cross of Calvary in payment for my sin. You see that in Colossians 1, 21 and 22 and many other verses of Scripture. It's also a belief that mankind must turn from his or her sin. Repentance, the book of Acts tells us that in 4.19. In the book of Luke, it says that if a man does not repent, he will perish. And it says also that this belief that he speaks of is that there is only one way back to fellowship with Almighty God, and that is through Jesus Christ. There's a segment of our world, well-known people, who are proclaiming that there are various ways to be restored to fellowship with God. 
But the scripture makes it very clear in the Gospel of John that Jesus Christ is the only way. Many preach several ways, but there is only one way, and his name is Jesus Christ. It's also part of that belief that it is by God's grace and mercy that you are to be saved, not by your own works, nothing of ourselves that would ever bring us into the kingdom and restore us back to fellowship with Almighty God. We find that written for us in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It tells us, by grace you are saved through faith in Jesus Christ, not of any works that of yourself. It also tells us in Ephesians 2.10 that we have been created and crafted in Christ Jesus to do good works that God has created for us to do before one of our days came to be. It's possible for man to do good things, but they may not be God's good things. The things of man, the Bible says, will be burnt up as straw and, and hay and stubble, yet the works of Almighty God is that that builds up the body of Christ. It elevates the name of Jesus Christ. It's that that God has set for us to do that gives him and him alone glory, praise, and honor. And one of the final things that is in this question that Jesus asked Martha, do you believe that, is the belief and knowing that to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. That's in God's word in the Gospel of John, chapter 1 and verse 12. You see, all of these things that I've sort of briefly outlined for you and more have been given to and paid for for you and I through the birth and the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Remember, he has risen. He has risen indeed. As we bring this to a conclusion, I just want to say thank you for listening this day. I am mindful every time I have the privilege to share Jesus Christ, that it's always an audience of one, that the intimacy is between you and Jesus Christ. And yet you've given me a privilege this morning to share briefly about the precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There may be someone out there this morning who has been struggling with that personal relationship with Christ and has never repented of their sin and has asked Jesus Christ into their life. And yet there may be someone out there this morning who this may be the first time you've heard of God's precious love for you and how he has given his one and only son to shed his blood for you and to die on a cross of Calvary for you. Well, my prayer for you this morning is that God's Holy Spirit would prick your heart this very moment with the blessing of the gospel message and that you would take this moment in time and repent of your sin, turning from a life of destruction to the cross of Calvary and receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, believing upon his name. And the Bible says that to all who call upon his name, they would receive eternal life. May this be your day of salvation. 
and to my friends in Christ who are out there this morning who enjoy that saving relationship with Jesus Christ. May you and I never be content with the place we find ourselves in with Christ Jesus, but that we would be found faithful, that we would remain obedient, that we would hunger, and that we would thirst after the righteousness of our Savior, that 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 we seek is to hear what Christ is desiring to say to us. Well done, my good and faithful servant. And that we would love Jesus Christ with our entire being, every part of our person would be given over to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and that we would love others around us. As the scripture says, we are to love those as we love ourself. What a blessing it is that God has given to you and I that we can humble ourselves before him and just enjoy being his child. My wife Diana and I have a simple saying regarding our personal relationship with Jesus Christ and with one another. Jesus, you be Jesus, and we will enjoy being the sheep of your pasture. May God's grace and mercy richly fall upon all who are listening this day to you and to your family i pray that you have a glorious celebration of our savior's resurrection again thank you for the privilege that you've given me this morning and remember he has risen he has risen indeed there are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children in third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. Let's go ahead and welcome Linda on the line from Virginia Beach. Good morning, Linda. How can I help you today? Hi. Um, I'm thinking about retiring. I'm a state employee here in Virginia, and uh, I have a 457, and I and between them and my other savings, I've got about 225000 I will make uh, – I have a pension. I'm on the old plan, so I still have a pension. And um, 
it's what about fourteen hundred dollars a month because I've only worked fifteen. I raised my kids and then went to work, so I only have about fifteen years in, and I'll be sixty-five next year. Uh, and then um, I've been looking into Medicare and all that. It's like, oh my gosh, this stuff is scary. <laughs> so, a lot I'm, of change. I just it's a lot of change, and I'm thinking, well, I don't. I I'm a public defender, and I work really, really hard. And it's like I could use a slowing, slower pace in my older age. <laughs> but, um, and then I think, well, maybe I should work longer, but I don't want to. <laughs> I just want a little guidance. And um, my four, five, seven, they rolled it all over into bonds, so it's no longer in the market, and I don't even know how to change that. Well, so Linda, a couple of things there. One is on your four fifty seven plan. Do you have them? Is it signed up for an automatic? Every time you you turn a certain age, they rebalance it for you. Is it a pre-programmed right. type of a thing? Yeah, it says you're going to be sixty-five, so we changed it all. Okay, so <laughs> like, okay, so I don't yeah, have so, so I understand the idea is, and and it's correct. The idea is that the closer you are in time to needing your money, the more conservative those dollars need to be positioned. Okay. But not necessarily right. all of them because you still need money when you're 70 and 80 and 95 years old to continue to outpace taxes and inflation for growth at the same time. So we need to take a look at all of your investment choices there as well as the makeup of these bonds that are inside your 457 plan. But then to sort of spin it around and, and answer your ultimate question of, you know, hey, you know, basically you're, you're, you're sort of saying, am I ready? How do I know if I'm ready? I want to send you out our financial planning toolkit. And basically, Linda, it's going to draw a line in the sand, and, and it's going to say, you know, hey, if you keep doing what you've been doing, where will you be down the road? And it's going to give you opportunity to, to really pick the day you want to retire or the day you want to slow down, and we can sort of tweak it around in sort of a, of, of a model of a cash flow retirement plan for you. That's really what I see that we need to do for you is, is, to, is to go ahead and do that. And then uh, we'll have one of our advisors reach out to you and, and step you through it and, and sort of give you some guidance to answer some of your, uh, you know, your more personal questions that you might want to go through on the air. Like is, you know, what are your monthly expenses versus your income that's coming in? You know, you've got the VRS retirement system. You've got the 457 plan. Uh, you know, you're going to get some Social Security. You might work part-time, you know, things like that versus your monthly expenses. That's really the math that we have to take a look at. Uh, and then also, do you want to stay in your same house? You know, do you want to sell your house one day, uh, move to a different place, uh, downsize, whatever it is that you might, might want to do? So basically, we need to make sure that your income capabilities are going to be larger than what your monthly expenses are if you decide to retire tomorrow. That's the math that we have to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. Well, let me go ahead and put you on hold, Linda, and Bob will get some, some uh, basic contact information from you, and we'll have someone reach out to you next week with that financial planning toolkit, okay? Thank you for your help. Absolutely. You stay, stay well. Enjoy the beach this weekend. Let me put you on hold here. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show. Go ahead and give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123 with any of your financial planning or investment questions. Hello, Aisha. Good morning. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, Larry. So I've been listening to your show for a while. Um, the topic you had today, you were t discussing the Roth IRA, and I was curious because um, I'd considered doing it in the past, and when I talked with an advisor who Fidelity, they had recommended not to do it because um, it's usually better for people that have, I guess, a certain amount of money already secured in 
um, like a, a traditional um, 401k plan or something like that. And I just recently left a job in the private sector working for the government. And I have a rollover, some funds I wanted to roll over from my last um, 401k. And I was listening to your show and think, well, maybe now is a good time to put it into a um, Roth IRA. Um, so just wanted to get some guidance as to, you know, what I should I should I do that? Well, what should I factors should I consider in making that decision? Sure, Aisha. Here, here's really the answer. You know, I, I, I really need to take a look at, at how much money you have in your IRAs, your existing Roth, what your tax rates are, your rollover capability, you know, that, that uh-huh. old account. And then I can, I can very quickly assess and tell you, hey, let's do this. And, and, yeah, it makes sense to convert all of it or a portion of it, and these are the reasons mm-hmm. why. And it's all aimed at what you're shooting for down the road in your retirement years. You know, and so okay. we'd be we'd be more than happy to to, to do that. Uh, we actually have an office in Baltimore. Where I can have you. Uh, I can have one of our advisors reach out to you next week and do an, a full assessment on your rollover uh-huh. as well as Roth conversion strategies. Oh, okay. I didn't know you had one in Baltimore. Awesome. Yep. Yep. I it's saw in, it, um, in Catonsville. <laughs> I saw the yep. one in Virginia. Oh, in yep. Catonsville. Okay, that's yep. Baltimore. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, just one more question, please, because um, I've been listening to you and I'm in the process of trying to find a financial planner or advisor um, to work with my husband and I. And um, I just had one question. Are you fee-based or commission-based? We're actually both. We're 99% fee-based, but we do have some old clients way back from the 90s that still Uh have some old commission accounts with us. So I have to tell you that we're both that way. Okay. Um, But but new clients, it's fee-based. Okay. Thank you very much. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, well, let me put you on hold, Aisha, and we'll have uh, Bob get some of your contact information, and we'll get you set up with one of our advisors next week or so on the phone and just kind of go from there. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you very much. Absolutely. You have a great weekend, and I appreciate you listening to the show. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855 855- Seven six seven three one two three. We've got Paulette on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Paulette. How are you today? Oh, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Yeah, I was calling about the 401k question, and I did get connected with um, a financial planner with her organization. But I've been looking into financial planning, and what I'm understanding about it now, it seems like um, a lot of financial planners don't want to work with you unless you have a certain amount in your um, account. Because I have a 401k that I need to transition. I want to transition somewhere else because we've changed employers. Still with the kind of the same employer, but we went under a subcontractor. So now they're asking, you know, what do we want to do with the money that was in that account? Well, Paulette, I'm, I'm, I got a couple of responses there. <clears throat> One, you know, I'm sorry to hear that some financial advisors say, you know, we've got a minimum that that we have to work with with clients. I understand that. Uh, our firm does not do that. We feel that everybody has the right to financial education. And so we don't have a minimum imposed upon client relationships, okay? Uh, So we'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have and give you guidance and help along the way there. As far as what you can do with your money now that you've – now that the the 
contract has changed or whatever, it's called a triggering event where you can now take this money, you can keep it right where it is, you, excuse me, you can roll it to the new employer's plan if they allow for that to happen. You can pull the money out and pay taxes on it and spend it. You can roll it over to your own IRA, okay, uh, and there's no taxes upon that, and you can also convert it to a Roth. So, so those are those are a handful of different, um, you know, options that you have that you can do with this. The biggest thing is this: is, you know, do you need this money to perform for you towards retirement? And if that's the case, oh, for sure, I need it to perform. That's the whole key, right there, Larry. Yep. Then if that's the case, then Paulette, then that's what we need to do is we need to put it in the best position to perform for your retirement. And then we'll take a look at the investment choices inside the employer's old plan, the new plan, if there's offerings, and then take a look at the merits of, of pros and cons of rolling it over to your own IRA and put it in the best position for your scenario. Paulette, if you like, I'll be happy to put you on hold. Bob will get some information from you and we'll have somebody reach out to you and step you through all of this to help, help evaluate waited for you okay okay thank you so much larry absolutely appreciate the phone call you listen to making money sense larry rosenthal give us a ring at 855 rose 123 855-767-3123 let's welcome gary on the line from maryland good morning gary how are you today hey larry how you doing good how are you all right all right hey thanks for taking my call i i worked for home depot for uh, a number of years uh you know put money aside into their stock purchase uh, program and then that eventually rolled into what they call a future builder account. So I've got it. I've got. Uh, I have about two hundred twenty thousand in in that right now that I haven't touched. Now the return on that, since it's been in Home Depot stock, it's been pretty decent. What funds should I be looking for that may give you know a, a decent return? I don't think I'm going to get the return that I had in the past, but what should I be looking for? At some point down the road, you're going to need to turn that pile of money into an income stream for yourself from a reliable, dependable source. So stop and think it for think for a second. If you take a look at the dividend of, of that stock right now, is that large enough to produce income for you? To, to you know to substitute your your or your sustain your standard of living during retirement years and depending on what the dividend rate is and how many shares of it you own the answer may be maybe not so so at some point down the road you're going to have to start changing the stock over into an income producing position for yourself in retirement years and that's sort of like the scale of time that you need to be looking at is the closer you are to getting to to re to needing your money the more income production oriented it needs to be and the less volatile it needs to be then i want to get more i want to get more a uh, little bit more detail on your financial situation your time frame your risk tolerance and things like that yep absolutely so if you like I, i'd be happy to send you out our financial planning toolkit you know it's really going to help design a financial plan for you and and move you towards looking at what retirement looks like and I'll, I'll put you on hold here and bob will get some information from you and we'll have somebody follow up with you for for an evaluation to give you that uh, financial planning toolkit okay gotcha thank you all right appreciate the phone call so hey you know appreciate it happy easter chris so thank you for all your help this week and for bob in the back hammering out all those phones i appreciate it so god bless Happy Easter. I'm Larry Rosenthal. Tune in next Saturday for another session of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense.
This is John MacArthur. Join me for today's Portraits of Grace. After World War II, the United Nations was created to promote world peace. But since its inception in 1945, there has not been a single day of complete global peace. That's a sad commentary on man's inability to make peace, isn't it? In fact, someone once quipped that Washington, D.C. has so many peace monuments because officials build one after every war.